Yeah, I gotta stop dancing before the show. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee, aka Catley. And today is a special day. We have Miss Judith E. Maynard in the building, and she is the author of Revealing to Healing. I can't wait to get into her book and the things that she has going on. So we're gonna bring her in in a few seconds, but first we gotta pay the bills. Y'all know how to go. We'll be right back. Want last minute brand design help? Get top tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24 seven support. Head to fiverr.com today and get something started. Okay, I'm back. I'm about to bring Judith in. I'm happy about this interview. So, without further ado, hi. You call me drinking water? <laughs> okay, girl, let me drink water all day long on this podcast, doing the show. I go to commercials just, you know, you got you thirsty, you're thirsty. So, Absolutely. Anyway, welcome to the show oh welcome it is an honor to be on your show i feel like i'm too close adjust it up a little bit adjust the way you need to adjust mama okay there we go and i'm a shorty anyway (laughs) it's all good it's all good i believe it or not i'm actually closer than you know like um i try to move in a little bit closer so um hold on let me do something while i'm asking you this question um, first, well, first, tell everybody about yourself, where you're from, what you do, all of the good stuff. Well, first of all, my name is Judith Maynard, uh, originally from Detroit, Michigan, now living in Arizona, Mesa, Arizona. And what do I do? Bam! I am a published author. Yes, I wrote during the pandemic. I just started writing poems because I isolated myself because I knew I had some deep-rooted issues that hadn't been dealt with since childhood. And childhood trauma will show up in your adult behavior if it's not dealt with properly. So what did I do? Oh, I don't believe my doorbell is ringing (laughs) during a podcast. I'm not going to answer it. (laughs) So they can knock on my wall. We're not going to stop. Because where I'm from, the options keep it moving. Those are our options. Right. So let me get back, let me get back to it. Uh-huh. So I, I just started writing all these poems. And oh my God, I don't believe they're still knocking. Mama, go get the door. Go get the okay, door. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. She went to get the door. We have to do that. Sometimes it happens. It happens. I'll be out a minute, but I'm more Okay. Oh, jeez. Now I don't even know what the how the heck. That was a neighbor. They said that there is a cat stuck up under my car. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> so I wasn't going anywhere because it's about a million degrees outside. This oh. is Arizona. So yeah. our today's high, uh, it's 101 right now. Oh, my gosh. So it's going to be much warmer. And there are animals out here. It's not a big deal. But, Ooh. you know, people around here are very empathetic about animals. 
Yeah. It's a lot of people with pets here. So I understood. To her, that was a crisis. I'm like, my neighbor, Miss Lady, how you doing? I'm doing a podcast. I can do one minute. I understand because we're like that in my neighborhood. I am so sorry for that interruption. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Anyway, um, like I said, I just did a lot of writing and I did a lot of soul searching. Mm -hmm. Um, I found myself in a place where I was either going to be transparent, authentic, and be real with myself and face fears. Because mm-hmm. it took me 55 years to navigate on a computer. I wouldn't do it because I was afraid. Aww. Yeah, I know. But because of just determination and a lot of love, a lot of support, um, I just faced it. Mm-hmm. And I bought a laptop and I have a printer and a scanner and then I bought another laptop and I'm just navigating and, and I'm emailing people things in PDF for to, from my uh, Microsoft. And I mean, just the verbiage itself right. is amazing to me, you know. So right. as I began to navigate more, this is modern age technology. They don't accept manuscripts. So when I started wanting to um, have publishers, you know, look at my work, right? they were like, well, uh, put it on a flash drive or send it to me in a PDF. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So I transcribed everything that I wrote. I have about 200 poems now. And I only did maybe... 45, 50 in this book. Okay. And yeah, show the show the audience the book again. <laughs> this is the worst. I'm, I'm the worst for just doing this plug right now. <laughs> no, you're not. This is what it's about. This is what we're here to talk about. Listen. Oh um, my goodness. So what did yeah, you find? And, go ahead. I'm okay. sorry. Uh what did you find the hardest part of your um creative process though? Being by myself all the time. It was the first time in my life. And see, here I go. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes, indeed. The first time I had ever in my life took the time to just spend time on Uh self-care, getting to really know who I am and accepting who I am. If you don't accept and love yourself, you're not going to be able to mirror that image. You can wear a mask for so long, but after a while, the mask will crack. Uh-huh. And when the, by the time the mask is cracking, it's it's actually a road leading to a mental breakdown. Yeah, that's what's happening. So I just decided to get real with myself and just be a, a, a show no soldier because uh-huh. I also have been in the military. I served three years, and uh-huh. I just said, "Look, God, it's gonna be me and you. What you want me to do?" And so he just kept pouring poems, like waking me up in the middle of the night. And I didn't like that because I love my sleep. But it was like I was just driven. I had this passion to write this book. And 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 I was like, man, how am I going to get this published? Right. So um, I found, well, a group actually found me. There was an opportunity meeting for the Freedom Equity Group. Mm-hmm. And after an opportunity meeting, I joined. 
Okay. And now I've recruited six people and I am a divisional manager and oh. I'm getting checks and I got my own business now. And right. I'm just um I'm just I'm just basically like a busy woman now. I'm right. I'm like I'm selling books. I'm on Amazon, still number one, still got five stars. And it was just because I had the determination and I was willing to sacrifice. Right. It is not easy being by yourself all the time. That was a whole year. I almost felt like I was in jail. I know that I don't ever want to go to jail. (laughs) No, 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 no. So what were um, some of the trials and tribulations that you went through to get you to the point where you wanted to, oh, we got a comment here, um, that got you to the point where, um, I don't know, I'm sorry, somebody wrote a comment, and so I'm trying to see what they're talking about. I'm going to put it on the screen. Um, Hold on, let me put it on the screen right now. Hold on, let me see. I love when people engage. Okay, it says G.I. Jane can't wait to see it. Ah, uh, you got jokes. Okay. Um, That's all right, it. though, but it's pink and it looked good. And he noticed it. So, come on, baby. Talk about me. It's popping. I love that. for the Ukraine. Uh, I am from the USA, so I'm going to have to let you do the popping, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it's okay. I'm not putting that comment up, whoever wrote that. Like, one thing, and I'm sorry that we had to interrupt our, our, our conversation for the shenanigans, but I'm going to say it because this is what I do when I get disrespectful messages. One thing about this podcast, and these these people leaving, leaving these messages are coming from um, Twitch. One okay. thing we don't do over here is disrespect. Um, for what? Like, <laughs> It's a serious conversation. If you can't engage in the conversation and have an, an intelligent comment and right. engage in the proper way, see yourself out of here. We don't need yeah, you. Yeah, we're not for that here. Uh, we don't do that. I don't yeah. care what you see, what you think you see, what you how you feel about how we look, how we dress. It's two intelligent women sitting here, and we're not here. Yes. For okay. So take yes. that. See yourself out. Oh, now please forget. Absolutely. We don't do that. Now I'll put that on the screen. I'll put that on the screen. We don't do that over here. Yeah. He says, please forgive. Tell him that nothing, no ill will was ever felt for him because, first of all, my energy comes from a source that is greater than his comments or opinions. I am a child of the most high, and it's not what you call me, it's what I answer to. So, amen. uh, that man is showing that he needs help some revealing to healing healing period come you on get it. the book sir get this this may open your eyes and your feelings to dealing why would you do something like that but we're not hurt by your comment everything is a lesson listen i can't subscribe to ignorance because i pay my own bills I take care of my own child. Okay. <laughs> uh, everything. This is a business, believe it or not. This is just not me coming and on this the screen. This is business. Um, everything that's created over here, I create it by my own hand. Okay. So you can get out of here with that. Like I said, you can stay on, you can get out of here. But anyway, did you anyway? Answer, 
we we moving him out of the way. On, on to the next. <laughs> out of the way. Um, so anyway, did you find that you had any um, writer's block during your process? Writer's block? Girl, while I was writing this, I get a phone call from my brother and he tells me, mom has stage four lung and bone cancer. It's terminal. Oh, and I also have a son who was diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar. He was going through a crisis. Oh, no. And I said, oh, all of this at one time, huh, God? Okay. I said, you know what? I'm not breaking from what I'm doing. I'm, right. I'm keeping my focus. I was in and out of town every other month, but I still wrote the book. All right. Still wrote it because when you are placed in position for what you prayed for, that's your journey. He didn't say it would be easy. He didn't say there would be no obstacles. He didn't say tragedy wouldn't occur. Stay focused. And that's right. what I did. I stayed focused on my project. Right. And I, I handled everything with a business mindset instead of an emotional mindset. Right. Well, I had to detach myself from my heart and think from my head, uh -huh. handle business, number right. one. Because with my mom getting ready to pass, there was a lot of business that had to be taken care of. But my brother, Gary Maynard, is the best big brother that a sister could have. The way he took care of our mother, because he lives there in Michigan. And uh -huh. he had just got laid off. Uh -huh. And I hadn't been here a good year and a half, almost two years. Uh -huh. So it was like everything was just suddenly, you know, that's a that's a big um, that's a that's a big emotion to deal with losing a parent right. and or hearing it that, that they are gonna go. And so um I wanna say that writing helped keep keep me at peace um and kept me from you know just breaking down. Right. I became unbreakable because I mean my son needed me. My brother needed me. Yeah. My family needed me. They needed you. Right. So it was like, okay, now it's your turn because right. some of those same people have been there for me because they're family. So right. I just said, I'm going to focus and handle business. And I just kept it moving. Amen. Amen. That's how you got to do it. Um, is there a particular um, piece in the book that is your favorite? Mm. Are you some type of mind reader lady? <laughs> uh, let's get these old specs on here. Got to put on the sexy specs so we can read. Hey, and there is a poem that I want to read. And okay. this is to the urban soul sister. Okay. That mama, mm. that woman mm. is still thriving. Amen. Because of the, the, the stock and the ancestral generational traditional endurance. It's not mm -hmm. about being strong. We as a people have endured. Amen. So the name of this poem is called Black Queen. Okay. Oh, I love it. Let's go. Black Queen. I see you for your dazzle, the shine in your smile, reeking of courageous stamina, a relentless style. 
unappreciated, subjected to ridicule in spite of tenacity, been a part of a struggle that's been destined for catastrophe. Holding together the world on your shoulders from the beginning of time, considered only a bed warmer or entertainment, yet unkept and conveniently left behind. Still you stand like a banner of honor. Nothing on this planet is more beautiful or stronger. Black queen, you've been sent down from the heaven to aid and complete. Though your purpose is rendered thoughtlessly, verbally abused, attacked in your sleep, you rise above the transparent images falsely given, healing those you love intentionally, a nurturing decision. Framed and definition exuding boldness without regret, defined and amazed gentleness impossible to forget. Black queen, we see you walking with your head held high, infinitely built for greatness, a design unbreakable, the reason why. Amazingly engaging, your fortitude is unable to deny. You are necessarily needed, fulfilling a position only you can handle. The light through a window flickering, igniting sensually, illuminating like a candle. Procreation was and is impossible. Without you, there would be no life on earth. Replenishing constantly, misrepresented, scornfully at birth. Black queen, majestic, exquisitely formed, a radiant scene when you enter a room. Flawlessly, you are made, no reason to assume. Made from love, genuinely unique, embodied with strength that will remain. Subdued, yet never able to contain, driving the oppressed forces insane. Your black man is meant to thrive and provide for you, protect, walk hand in hand, standing side by side with you. Black queen, your reputation hasn't been adequately adored. Selfishly, you've been misused, not to the floor. Sympathized with, no recognition, evasively ignored. There will come a time when your glorious presence may be seen. Nothing can change the fact of the matter. You are a black queen. Amen. I like that. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. I like that too. I like the way I read it with so much passion. You you read it with some some feeling. You made me feel like, you made me feel like how Maya Angelou made me feel when reading her poem. Okay, you're going to break me all the way down. That is my, that is my mentor. That's who I, you know, we have so much in common. I, I used to be on drugs. Mm-hmm. I was homeless, right? And I didn't start my life my life over until my fifties, right? And that's the same path Maya Angelou took. I ain't right. take that path on purpose, but I thank God for it because it built me up for something greater. Amen. You know they and, say that you always have to go through your your, your struggles and oof. you know low moments just to get to your higher purpose. And I, I'm a firm believer mm. in that. And also, nobody can judge because, like, nobody's path is just a straight nobody line. Has like, everybody has their flaws, and everybody has been through something that brought them to where they are right now. So I love that. Oh, man. Yes. Um, do you see a sequel to this book? Well, currently I am writing my autobiography. That's the one that's going to probably, uh, because it's going to have some personal, authentic um, 
factual interactions that will impact you and attract you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be some stuff in that book. You're going to be like, ooh, you're going to be trying to read fast, trying to hurry up, get to the next page. I like those page turners, page turners. I oh, like oh. But the book itself that I just wrote is a page turner. I took like some of the some of the content in here is from my life um, Mm -hmm. and from our life. Mm -hmm. Some of the names of the poems, one of them is called Ancestors, Mm -hmm. Uh, Abuse Called Discipline, Um, Black American Blues, Um, Brother, I See You, Black Queen, of course. Um, it's okay to say I'm not okay. There, there, there's some there's some things in here that are so personal all the way down. I mean, I got one for mental illness, PTSD, uh, punishment minus love is tyranny, uh, and wounds into wisdom. What this book does, it takes you from the part where you were spiritually and inside you were destroyed right but there is a possibility for healing and that's why god said he gave me the topic revealing to healing a poetic journey from wounds to wisdom amen so so i want to go back to this one title um what is it abuse oh abuse called discipline yeah so can you um touch on that a little bit for me yes i can um during the transatlantic slave trade in order to make people do things submit you would be beaten and that type of punishment corporal punishment was generationally transferred to our ancestors because right. when you were, you come up in the South, you, you didn't have a mouth. You didn't talk back. You didn't say what. Because uh-huh. they said they'll take you out to the woodshed. And uh-huh. that came from some slave master mentality. And our ancestors were but two or three generations away from that. Right. But I am the curse breaker. Amen. Because I come to realize, because I even did it to my son. I used that corporate way at first. Mm-hmm. But when you know better, you do better. Amen. Amen. I yeah. like to say a lot of times, too, when it comes to that, because I, I refer to that like in my everyday, um, this walk of life, I refer to that a lot. Like it's a lot of things. You got to break those chains. You got to break the chains and you cannot live like just because it was done. You know, my mother did it to me and and and, and her mother did it to her. But that does not make it right. That's why that um, yeah, particular title i had to start like we need to talk about that one um and me being the mother of now i have a 10 year old daughter and i try not to use anything any of the methods that maybe were used on me or my mother and her mother before her and you know what i mean like like so that one stuck out to me right there like that i wanted you to touch on that one that was yes i understand exactly what you mean because 
that was a curse, that beating the child into submission. All you're doing is breaking their spirit, making them mad and more rebellious. Mm-hmm. Um, and children are just little people and they don't do what you say. They do what you do. Right. So you lead by example and you redirect, you redirect them in love with compassion, not to the point of fear. There is a thin line between fear and respect. Yeah. Respect comes out of adoration and love. But fear comes from Satan himself. Because in 2 Timothy, God said, I have not given you the spirit to fear, but of love and compassion mm-hmm. and strong a strong heart. I may not be doing it verbatim. I'm not a Bible thumper, but I know that it is what it is. Right. Yeah, I believe that strong wholeheartedly. And it's like, because that was what we were taught. I mean, that's that's how they did things when we were younger. When it comes down to, the, I always say, like, it's better to have a conversation with the child and explain yeah. to them why yes. that is not what you do or why I'm, I feel the way I feel or why I'm upset with you versus just going straight to physical discipline. Like, like that is just so that is so cruel and damaging to a person. But you can come out of it. And a lot of folks don't believe in therapy, but I went to therapy. Right. And therapy helped me. It yeah. really did. Uh, and, and it helped me to see, okay, you have some things that you have to accept, but they they are not the completion. Um, this is your your past does not define your bright future. You you don't see it yet. But it's going to happen if you allow it to happen in your life. Because you have to let go of those strongholds and those things that happened to you in your past so that you can be present and upfront 100%, mm-hmm. unbothered, and not distracted. Because it takes a lot of work when you have to focus on something. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you just do. You just, you just got to have some endurance. And, and you have to have balance. Amen. So... <laughs> you don't have balance you're going to be all over the place and if you don't deal with the source of your anger or hate uh hatred or uh whatever was done to you you will display that on a person that doesn't deserve it that's yeah. not the source of your anger and that's when it comes out when you're in your adult life so mm-hmm. i said i want people to heal because God gave me a time. See, I didn't get healed when I said, Lord, I need you right now, okay? Because we got this relationship because I know you like a genie in a bottle like a rub you. And, and you, you just going to be there right God. when I want you to be. No, <laughs> he is a God of I am everything and you will wait and it will happen because I am time. And when I sat down by myself and he dealt with me, all of the talent and gifted, the, the, the upbeat personality, the big smile, all that, everything came when I dropped mm-hmm. some of that, that mess. Right. I just wrote a poem the other day called Keep It Moving. Oh, I'm interested to find out. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Keep it moving, baby. Learn your lesson. Don't take a lot of long time with it. 
just like these relationships aren't relationships, they're situationships. Mm-hmm. And you're attracted to somebody because of their flesh and or how they make you feel about you uh-huh. instead of you loving yourself and waiting on the right person to come and find you because uh-huh. you are a gift. I am a gift. I'm a whole package. Matter of fact, I'm a whole table. Don't hmm. bring no chairs. I have my own. Right. Bring, bring another table. Right. And that's the attitude, you know, women who are out here leading and running things. That's the mindset. I have a wealth mindset. No longer do I have a poverty mindset. Right. That's gone. You got to get rid of that. Because that has fear, anxiety, not being not patient. Um, And and not being patient is the worst thing you can do. Because all you do is bring aggravation to yourself. And it can affect you physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something that here, you know, by me doing what I do right now, like that's something I re- oh, I needed you on the show um, <laughs> that I'm I'm learning to deal with now because it's like okay I'm doing this one day it's gonna you know work out and it's gonna pay off and but again bring it back going back to God is not on my time it's on the time that He sets for me but um. I do find that the balance is needed and you have to be patient. Patience is, they say it's a virtue. I'm inclined to agree with that. Like you, I believe patience is a virtue, but I believe patience also prepares you. Right. You can pray for something and get it, but if you don't know how to maintain it and keep it, what good is it? Amen. Right. I need to be able to, have the functionality to handle what I asked for. And God knows that. And right. so you have to set up boundaries, even for yourself. I had to get rid of those unrealistic expectations. Like, girl, you know you ain't doing all that. <laughs> Stop it. You putting way too much pressure. Girl, that happened in 19 such and such. Let that go. Right. Live for today. Amen. Who are you today? How right. are you impacting the world today? Right. Can you make another person smile or laugh just because and without any expectations? Right. You know, that's what I have to tell myself when I walk out the door. Right. So I like that philosophy. That's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's not just me. It's man. <laughs> you over here kicking all the knowledge. I, man. Uh, what would you say was the most fun process of writing this book? Um, I think the creative part, the actual writing of the poems, because um, I never knew what I was going to write. Right. Like I would just get a title in my head and I would just go to the laptop. And after I learned what to do, I just, and it would just come out. And I'd be like, wow, God, look at you. You showing out. <laughs> Because I give him all the praise because I'm like, I didn't know I was going to say that. Right, right. And, and that's what I'm doing. I'll be in here high five. Hey, because don't nobody take me over like, girl, you did that. Yeah, I'll be like, wow, you know. Right. Just excited and, and just the process of writing and creating something that you, when you create something that you can feel yourself and then you read it to somebody and they are impacted by it. That's the reward. Man, the reward. Well, you impacted me. Listen, that mm, 
that poem you read to me, girl, girl. Because you need to know who you are. You've been Ooh. down in the, you've been down so long. People have become complacent and comfortable. But no, sisters, get up. Uh -huh. We got a black woman who is the vice president of the United States right now. Right. Black women are running the world. I don't care what nobody say. And uh -huh. a lot of other folks are angry, but it's okay. We're going to love it away. Amen. Amen. Okay? Because that's what our ancestors did. Oh. And that's why they made it easier for us. Right. So we got to make it for the make it easier for the generations behind us. That's what I'm doing. My intent, this revealing to healing, this book here, and the many books that will follow. And I'm also in a financial service business. Right. And you know, I offer ways to to help you uh, find secure saving vehicles where you can right. accumulate cash have access to living benefits that means you can accelerate the face amount of your policy like 90 percent mm -hmm. and what if you got a million dollar policy and you find out you get cancer three months after you get the policy well you're gonna you're gonna get a check for uh 800 900 some thousand dollars and right. you'll be able to pay your bills and recover See, it's all about healing. I can't heal if I heal from anything if I got too much to deal with. Right, right. All that, all the, the uh, distractions and, oh, I got to worry about, I don't want to worry about things. If I get sick, I want to be able to manage my finances to be managed because that's, that's a heavy load. That's a burden to Amen. be lifted, to not right. have financial woes. So my, my, my whole mindset and persona is to educate uplift help people heal and tell them who they really are as some people have not been told uh-uh 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 you know what's so weird about that i didn't put the comment on the screen because i refuse to put that kind of vulgarity on my show but um the person made a comment and okay. what i like to tell people is like you never know like you especially right now with all of the racial tension that we go through specifically right now we've been going through it but it's a lot more visual now because we have all these um different avenues like social media um of course the news and different ways that we see what's happening to right. us. whereas though back in the day we couldn't see it as fast as it was happening to us technology now, thank god um, now we see it. And so it's a couple of things I want to touch on, especially with you, because you do deal in the financial world as well. Yes, I do. One is this. Um, you never, speaking on the last point you made, you never know what you have inside of you. Like people, mm -hmm. oh, they call people names and, oh, you're this and you're that. And I'm not going to I'm not going to even give them the light on this podcast, but you call me out my name, you call me racial slurs, you call me that, but you might have more African genes than you, than you know. And you're going to speak, <laughs> you had to speak on it. Caucasian. I say that on this podcast all the time, like, believe it or not, don't judge me by the color of my skin, because believe it or not, yes, I, I got a, a lot of African in me and mm, more power to that. And when I found out what my DNA matchup was, I was, you can ask my mom, like, I was like, what? 
I got that much of this in me, and I was more like I wanted more African in me because I'm proud of who I am. You know what matters though? <laughs> it matters that we are from one race. Period. Human race. I too have been prejudiced in my life. Mm-hmm. But when you look at me, do you just see a, a colored woman? Because if I use a different accent, you're not going to know who I am because I look like anybody. <laughs> That's my point. I, I'm, I'm, I gotta be mixed with a lot of different stuff. That's my point. I'm mixed with a lot of different stuff. But you're looking at the color of my skin. That's superficial. What does that have to do with the content of my character? I felt it coming out your mouth. Thank you. (laughs) You did. It has nothing to do with my morality. It has nothing to do with who I am. It is my molecular structure. And I'm sorry that you are angry. And you need to take your um, anger to the source who created me. If you're angry about me being black, please take it to the Lord because he created me in his image. That's what he said. It's in the same book that them Christians be. Mm -hmm. No, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about people, you're hard on people, and all you want to talk about is abortion. Black, Too many black people together, that's dangerous. it's it's a lot of propaganda, a lot and a lot of lies, and you know that to be true, or they wouldn't have just removed Columbus Day because we know that was a lie. Uh-huh. In 1492, he may have sailed the ocean blue, but he ain't land here. First, he landed in the Virgin Islands. So, and then you came to a place that was inhabited. There are no founding fathers. Stop the lies. Mm -hmm. There are no founding fathers here. Some British people came over running from their troubles, colonized in America, and there are some black people that was here before people that that are not of color. And if they get angry about that, take it up again, I say, with the Lord, because people will use religion and Mm -hmm. anything they can to oppress people or to hurt people. And if you got the true spirit of love in you, then you see past my flesh and the superficial. If you're going to love me, love me from your heart to my heart. Right. Why would you judge anything about me by the way I look? The G.I. Jane or G.I. Joe, whatever comment he made, that's a compliment, boo, because you noticed me because you probably couldn't handle me a woman of my stature because I'm, I am independent. I am creative. I'm in it. I'm I'm an innovator, an influencer. Uh I pay my own bills. Amen. And I'm a veteran to this country. Right. I signed my life away. And you didn't fight on our behalf. What country would we have? Hello. Phone's ringing. Answer it. Hello. Can you hear me now? (laughs) I say, can you hear me now? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's so much. And like I tell people all the time, you don't know what's in your family. And you be the same one while you're throwing the racial slurs, while you're saying all that you're saying, you be the same one to have a black grandbaby. I mean, everybody says things sometimes in jest. You know, people joke. Everybody does. I say some things because I swear I'm a comedian. and But I'm not... I would never actually 
go up to somebody of a different ethnicity than me because I don't even know what my ethnicity is because uh, I don't know. Look at me. I'm light-skinned. I could be anything. I'm not going to treat somebody Asian or Hispanic or somebody from Russia or from uh, Iran differently because of what they look like and who they are. Not today. Right. Because that's stupid and that means I have a closed mind. And in a closed mind, the stuff that you need to release can't get out and the stuff that you need to get in cannot get in. Hey. So it's best to me to have an open mind. Hey. Keep it open. That's the best way to live. Keep it open. So describe to me your ideal reader. Like the, the ideal, who, who is your ideal person, customer to purchase your book? My ideal reader is somebody who feels trapped inside their own head and has been dealing with issues for years and years and years. And they're like a hamster on the wheel. They keep going through over and over and they just don't know how to relieve themselves of the trauma. The trauma just chases them. They're not able to have healthy relationships because of it. And they continuously blame the things on the outside of them when it's things that have manifested and hardened their heart on the inside. And it's hard for someone to penetrate something that's hard. So my ideal reader is somebody that's looking to see beyond the surface, that's willing to be authentic, that wants healing, wants someone they can identify with. Want somebody that can lead them to a road to peace. Okay. Oh man, that's great. So, and when writing, is there like a um a, a space that you need to be in so you can grow? Or like describe that to me. She turns into somebody. <laughs> when I'm doing, when I get in that mode of writing. I start trembling first. Uh-huh. I get like real nervous and I know, oh, he, here you go. He about to give me something good. Uh-huh. And there's a adrenaline rush that I get and I love it. Right. <laughs> and and I just, I'm just so into it. I'm in my zone and I turn off my phone and I, I just, I just zone out. And I can't believe how my phone is ringing today uh, while I'm, and I said, I'm doing a podcast with Miss Labor Lee. And I'm like, how dare y'all? They like, "Mm, let's see if this is really happening. Um, Do you, is there like a, 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 a favorite writing snack or drink that you like to have during that process? Or is it just like, nope, I'm right, and I don't want, I don't want snacks. I don't want to drink right now. Um, like, do you mean like I do? I need stimulants. Like, when you're in your space, like, do you like? I need to. I need like my water. I need. I need my water. Um, I need other attributes. Um, I need some sometimes some calm jazz music. Sometimes mm-hmm. some upbeat, hard hip hop, depending right. on the mood that I'm in. But when uh-huh. God gives it to me, um, sometimes I just need complete silence. Right. Okay. And everything is, it's like I'm in a box or right. a bubble. And 
I don't come out until I come out. If I'm if I get writer's block, like I might get stuck in the middle of a poem or something, then I might answer the phone and be like, hey, yeah, I'm right in the middle of writing and I got stuck, so I figured I'd answer the phone. But if I'm flowing, I'm going. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, I heard that you have, a, you have a fur baby. I have one too. Um, no, I don't. don't. I don't have a dog, a dog or a cat. My neighbor was telling me that they said a cat or a dog or a cat or a kitten was stuck under my car. Oh. And I'm like, well, I know they better not, you better not tear my car up. That's what I do know about no dog or cat. That's all I know. That cat will be all right. I ain't gonna, I won't start my car, call animal control, you know, do what makes sense. I'm not uh -huh. even dealing with that right now. A cat under my, how did a cat, a cat get up yeah. under my car? Why you pick my car? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Um, and why at this particular moment of the day, like know. right right now? Um, I, I don't I don't know why that happened. And normally, the way I answer my door, people don't come to my door mm -hmm. because I live alone and mm -hmm. I live out west. This is truly out west. Yeah, I've well, been to Arizona one <laughs> one time, one so. time. My daughter, she was like, "It's hot." And it was during the time of the year, it was hot. It was like really hot. She, oh, it's hot. So, um, so, yeah, I can imagine. Um, so you said you're working on a, um, a, your um, biography, right? Mm -hmm. If it was to turn into a movie, who would you say, see playing yourself? Who would play me? Yeah. I would have to play myself as the older me. Right. But um, I would have to, we would have a, have, uh, have a cat casting call and we'd have to interview people because, right. and I would have to be a, I would have to be an executive producer. Um, right. I would probably direct it. I've never directed or produced in my life, but I know that I would do it. Right. Um, but somebody to play me. Well, I'm definitely not going to say Jada. Because <laughs> I don't want to get one. She's looking for some more y'all to play. Right, I ain't looking for no smacks. <laughs> Snacks or smacks. I ain't looking for none of that. <laughs> not on the set. Not on the set. Oh, no. no. She got to find somebody um, to play her right now. I don't, know who, I don't know who could play me. Right. Because there's so many different sides to me. There's the talented me. There's the sensitive me. There's the emotional me. Mm. There's my phone that won't stop ringing me. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I looked down at my phone once or twice during this. Like, okay, you later. Um, I'm not gonna hold you much, much. This was so insightful, and I knew it would be. That's why I wanted you to be a guest on this park. I knew. I, I knew. I did. I feel I, you. I had because I feel the same way. I was looking forward to being on this podcast. It, it had been a pleasure. Your energy is oh. so healing and upbeat that it makes me want to just be authentic and just pour out to you. So uh, I hope you have me on your show more than one time. Because this, has been, this has been, as, as they say, dope as ever. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was a little nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, my questions, I hope they aren't too invasive. But Girl, I tell anything about me. I don't care. I'm an open book. I, I get <laughs> butt naked authentic. Don't have a problem with you knowing where I've been through, where I come from, or who I am. 
Because whatever I did in front of God, it don't matter what nobody sees. That's a person just like me. And I didn't mean to make that rhyme. Hey, Perry, if you rhyming, you rhyming. Um, my last question. This is my okay. last question. I wanted to save this for last. If you could give advice to any young woman or a woman, a middle-aged woman, because I'm there myself. Um, if you could okay. give advice to anybody, what would it be? Love yourself first. Amen. Amen. And that's it. Amen. Amen. Because if you love yourself first, you're keeping God first. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. So if I take care of Judith, Elaine Maynard, God is first. All my needs are met. And I can mirror that image and I can help somebody. Right. I'm not stuck inside my own head. Right. So just love yourself for who you are. Accept you, flaws and all, and just be the best you and the best version. Amen. I thank you so, so much. I feel blessed and honored to have you on the show. Well, thank you. Man, this was amazing. Give yourself a hand. You ask great questions. Thanks. Thanks. I tried. I tried. Oh, it took me. I, I worked on those. Um, it took me a minute. I was like, okay. Um, but I thank you for, you know, blessing me with your presence. Your spirit, man, is amazing. Um, you've impacted me in this oh. interview and gave given me a lot of um, good spirit. Oh, no, 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 no. Before I let you go, because I did uh -oh. want to talk about this. I'm sorry. I almost forgot this question, and I don't want to forget it before we Come go. on, girl. <laughs> Generational wealth. I wanted to talk about that. Mm. Generational wealth. That's a whole other show. But... That's the right, whole reason. You know what? We're going to reschedule. We're going to have another show. And we're going to get on the financial we, Right. And we're going to talk about the other stuff that I, that, that, that I do. I the other thing that one. everybody needs. Everybody needs living benefits. Before you die, you're going to get sick. Amen. You may just drop dead. That mm -hmm. is possible. But most people get sick. And when you get sick, you don't want to worry about your bills. I have a way to do it and also also avoid the tax man. So, no, I do want you to come back, Miss Judith. And oh, I, I definitely I schedule me when you're ready. All right. And I'm, I got to check your schedule because, you know, you're a busy woman out here. Man, I'm up here trying to I'm trying to uplift. I'm trying to make a change. I, if I don't impact the world, what good is my journey? Yeah, I think that we should do another show about the financial mindset, especially of our people because we don't a lot of people don't understand or you know and i feel they're like afraid you, because they they have been taught debt mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. not been taught wealth and wealth is a mindset a concept that you have to be taught you are as you you can only go as far as your brain will take you right. so if your mind has not been exposed to the blueprint mm -hmm. to how to get to the wealth Right. And the the real true blueprint to getting to wealth is by helping others. Amen. 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 Huh, you better so once you help others, you're automatically covered. And what do you need to be covered? What am I? A licensed insurance agent and have products that cover you and your needs. And this is why we got to bring you back. Amen. That's why we got to bring you back. We're going to do another Absolutely. show so we can just cover that because I, I know it's a lot to cover. Oh, it is. It is. It is. 
And I, I don't want to even insult the, the, the process by shortening it or whatever. Right. I, I like to give it 100%. So we're going to schedule another show so you can come back and then kick that knowledge and, and, and put them on so they can know the yeah. things that they need to know. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, oh, man, I feel blessed. Thank you for coming on my show. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was my I, pleasure. I appreciate you so much. So I'm not going to hold you and I'm going to, um, I got to show love to my, to the listening audience because they are the people that keeps the show running. Um, well, I'm giving them a hand. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yay. But thank you so much for coming on here. I was so excited about this. So um, we're going to, we, we're going to reschedule and we're going to talk about the financial greatness that we can be. Absolutely. And I cannot wait for that show either. Um, thank you so much, and I appreciate you. And tell them stop knocking on your door about the cat. <laughs> Only in Arizona. That's all I can say. A cat is up stuck up under my car, and he and I don't own any pets. <laughs> it's the cat. It's the cat. I, that cat stuff happens only to me. That's all right. That's why I know God got a sense of humor. Amen. How do you tell somebody, hey, today a cat was stuck up under my car? Right. <laughs> well, we know. <laughs> and they rung the doorbell to tell you. The cat she was on the door like a child was trapped. <laughs> she, she came to my door like, oh my God, there's a cat and it's trapped up under your car. She was so disheveled. And I would have thought it was a child. And I just honestly, and I would have thought that you were in the car and about to pull off like the cat can't get from underneath the car. (laughs) I'm like, uh, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I'm going to see you a little later. Okay. Hey, all right. That cat's going to be okay. (laughs) Oh, but you have a good rest of your day. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Oh, thank you so much. All right, now I got to get to the love, y'all. Bye, Judith. We're going to talk more, girl. We're going to talk more. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good one. All right, so I got to get to the love. Oh, man, that was amazing. I I love what she brought to the table. The energy was there. Um, She was very... I knew that when I asked her to be a guest on this show that she was going to bring a lot of insight and a lot of soul searching. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It's one thing to to read the book, but it's another thing to actually have the author here and to tell you their thought process and you know what they were thinking and where they came from and where they were the space they were in when they wrote the publication. So I knew it was going to be a great interview. Um, so I'm blessed and I'm honored that she was on the show, and I can't wait to have her back on the show again so we can get into this financial generational wealth. And, you know, making sure that we are good as a people. Um, and she's very, I feel like she's the right one to talk to us about it. So we'll, I'll let you know, I'll let you guys know when we set that up. But I do have to show the love. And then I got to say my shenanigans at the end of this. So I'm going to get to it. Um, the United States, I love you. Thank you for loving me back. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. France, Germany, the UK. Um, and India, they are our top countries that we um, stream the most in. So I put them first because they love us the most. Uh, they, every, we all, but we love you all equally. Um, Brazil, the Netherlands, Singapore, South Africa, Spain, Philippines, Belgium, 
Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada, Hong Kong, and wait, wait, we not done, y'all, we not done. Hold on, I still got more love to show. I still do. Switzerland, um, Russia, I appreciate you guys so, so much. I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody before I get to my shenanigans, because y'all know I always come with it. Um, it is what it is. Ah, oh, that was so great. Like, I enjoyed that interview so, so much. Hold on, y'all. I want to make sure I get all the love out before I get to my shenanigans. Um, the vibe was there. The energy was there. It was just a great opportunity. Um, yeah, so we said Germany already. Russia. I love you, Russia. Thank you. Switzerland. Appreciate you, too, as well. I think I covered everybody. Top cities. Let me get to you guys, too. Can't, can't leave without giving y'all love. Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Columbus. San Juan, um, California. Hi. I'm sorry, San San Jose, because I'm looking at something different. San Jose, California. Hi, I love you guys. They've been my day ones. I love them. Baltimore, Maryland, my city. I love you. No, France. I won't butcher the name of the city, but I love you too. Um, Spring Valley, Nevada. Um, Frankfurt, Germany. Washington, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia. La North Las Vegas, Nevada, because it's different parts. Um, <laughs> Norton Shores, Michigan. Chicago, Illinois, Borman, Oregon, Atlanta, Georgia, the other part of Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, um, Owings Mills, Maryland, Pikesville, Maryland, Boulder City, Nevada, no India, I won't um, butcher the name of the city, but I love you, India, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Randallstown, Maryland, Singapore, Singapore, and we're going to stop there. Now, if you want to get a copy of, her, of Judah's book, you can get it on Amazon. She said that during the interview, but I wanted to say it again because go support, show some love. I really appreciate you so much for coming on the show. Um, to the person with the um, negative remarks that you put on the page and you came in here with all your nonsense and shenanigans and bull crap, again, we don't condone that kind of behavior. You ought to be ashamed of yourself and talk to the Lord about it. That's what I'm going to say about that. But now I'm about to get to my ignorant stuff real quick. Remember to mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Come here on Media Mondays and I will mind the business for you and tell you all of everybody's business and what's going on in the world. But for you, stay safe and mind your business. If you have children, if you have nephews, nieces, um, grandchildren, whatever you have, love them, hug them, encourage them, tell them that they are the greatest in the world um, and how much you adore them. They need the love. It's very important to love. And so it is what it is. Just love on them, hug them, kiss them. Um, and last but not least, stay in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Stay in your lane. Listen, you get in my lane, you might get this. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. You, you prefer this. Um, so stay in your lane. Your lane is over there. Mine is here. You know what happens when you cross lanes. It's a collision. A collision you don't need. Just stay in your lane. I ex explained that the other day. So go back and listen to the podcast, you know, previous podcast. I believe that was Monday where I gave a full synopsis on what I mean by staying in your lane. Um, be safe out here. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't be great because you can be. Um, and do what it is that makes your heart happy. 
And with that being said, I'm going to get up out of here. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful. I'm glad we did this. Um, I don't even know what else to say about this. But um, we will be back on Monday. Monday for Media Monday, where we will be getting into all the tea, all the buzz, all the all the gab, honey. We will be talking about it. So make sure you tune in at 9.30 p.m. You can tune in on Facebook Live. You can tune in on fa- um, YouTube Live. But the point is, tune in. Just, just come in and tune in. Um, I love you guys. I got to get out of here. Got to go tend to my baby girl. Um, I just wanted to make sure we were on one accord with time because Judith was or is in Arizona and I am in Baltimore, Maryland. So I wanted everything to work itself out and it did. So with that being said, goodbye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye.